Hello, my name is Howie Severino, a Filipino journalist. I've been doing interviews on TV for more than 20 years and now on audio. Welcome to my podcast. Magandang araw, podmates! My special guest tayo ngayon, umere na ang kauna-unahang broadcast ng bago niyang segment sa 24 oras. Ang ating bagong kapuso, si Kuya Kim Atienza. Magandang gabi sa'yo, Kim, at congrats! Howie, magandang magandang gabi sa'yo. Good evening at magandang gabi sa lahat ng mga nakikinig sa podcast mo. Um, isang malaking karangalan na nandito ako ngayon at uh, I've heard so much about your podcast. Ako, my, my, my friend and manager, Noel, speaks so highly of you and your podcast and I've been waiting for this time to be able to speak with you and uh, kwentuhan, kwentuhan tayo. Game, Ay, sa- game. Salamat, salamat. The honor is ours. Pero Kim, ah, hindi kita tatawagin kuya. Mas matanda kasi ako sa'yo. So, <laughs> una, kumusta yung ano, unang linggo mo? Yung unang uh, araw mo? Uh, sa 24 oras and your first few days bilang isang kapuso? Um, technically, it's my first week already being kapuso. Howie, I started last week. At nagsimula ang linggo na puro mga rehearsals, rehearsals. Dahil meron akong bagong uh, newscast. Kasama ko si Patricia Mulak at saka si Emil. Emil, Emil, oh, si Emil. Oh, si Emil, si Emil napakagaling. Ha? He really impressed me. Ha? Pagkaganda-ganda ng boses at pagkagaling. Emil and Patricia, so uh, the pod, the newscast will air this coming uh, Monday. So every day rehearsals namin. At kakaiba itong newscast na to because I've been through several newscasts in my 17 years in, in media. Iba ito mabilis. Napakabilis. Alam mo, the whole hour, nakatayo kami tatlo at nagpapasahan kami ng linya. Ganon. Pati even the camera work is different. It's very different from the usual newscast that you'll watch. So kailangan ng maraming rehearsals, technical rehearsals, and rehearsals namin. And then I already shot for my UBB and my CBB for that show. And then um, I did so, a lot. That, that, okay, ano yung time slot nun para, sa, para malaman din ng mga listener? No? I mean, it's supposed to precede uh, 24 horas? No? Yung pre-programming ba yun? Yeah, uh, itong pre-programming ng 24 horas sa GTV. G- okay. GTV to, hindi to sa main uh, GMA7, no? I see. Uh, 5.30 to 6.30 every day, Monday to Friday. Ikaw naman, maari maglagari ka. From that, tatakbo ka sa 24, <laughs> ganun ba? Kasi uh, meron, ka sa, meron ka rin sa 24. Maglalagari ako because uh, I, I'm going to be in 24. Uh, I have a segment in uh, 24 called Kuya Kim, ano na? <laughs> So, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, well, speaking of which, uh, Kim, no, napanood namin kagabi yung una mong uh, Kuya Kim ano na segment. How was that experience? Nagkaroon ka ba ng jitters? I mean, you've been in you've been in this business for for almost two decades. Kinakabahan ka pa ba with when you do something new like that? Ang kaba palaging nandoon eh. And kaba is good eh because if you don't have the kaba, then you don't have the energy. So it's a healthy mix of uh, kaba and hyperness and alam mo yan, mm-hmm. it, Kailangan mataas ang energy mo and Kaba helps in a way. Of course, kinabahan ako ng kaunti because it's a new venue and then ginamitan, ginamitan pa ako nung, um, nung parang reality video na oh. galing eh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So, oh. meron pang kaunting choreography ha, while reading the prompter. But it's, it's okay. Yung Kaba ko very minimal. And meron ka pang buhay na prop, no? Kakaiba yon. <laughs> yeah, and then of course, I brought uh, Kaiman Crocodile uh, in the studio uh, which is... <laughs> the, uh, something that I used to do 17 years ago. You know what, what? how it felt yesterday? It felt like me 17 years ago when I was starting out in broadcasting. I was that excited 17 years ago. I remember my first uh, day on TV Patrol. It was the same feeling that I got on my first day in 24. 
But you know, um, ang babait ng mga mga main hosts ng mga anchors ng 24. I know I don't I know them from before na. Eh. Uh, they've been my friends from before, pero first time ko sila makatrabaho. At they were very welcoming. Si Buma, talagang pagkabait pa yan. Naalala pa niya yung mga, mga kwentuhan namin at mga kapi namin na many years ago. And then of course, si Tita Mel, I was very nice. she was very nice to me. She told me that she had a phobia of snakes. That I can tackle anything and bring anything in the studio except snakes because she's, she has a phobia that she's trying to cure. And of course, Vicky. Si Vicky naman is my co-parent. Our, our kids are come from the same school. Eh. And whenever oh. there's a high school a high school event, in the school where our kids go to, kami yung palaging hosts eh. So, nakakadalawang taon na kami ni Vicky na mag-host kami dyan. May narinig kasi akong comment, no? Uh, medyo pabiro, pero maybe was half serious. Kaya raw buayang unang uh, segment mo dahil palapit na raw ang eleksyon. <laughs> Wala ka naman siguro ang ganong agenda, no? Pero ang an- tanong ko lang, uh, Kim, no? Fair ba? Is it fair sa politiko at uh, sa crocodile na may ganong pagahambing? Di ba? Laging kinukumpare ang mga politiko sa mga buaya, di ba? What do you think of that? Unfair ang comparison eh. Kasi ang pag sinabi mong buaya, ang nasa isip ng tao, greedy, uh, matakaw, uh, corrupt, uh, ganid, di ba? Hindi, buaya sa not like that. Alam ba mga buaya, pag pinakain mo ng isang beses, they eat about twice a month. Pag nabusong na yan, lalayo na yan at hindi yan kakain ulit. Pag nagutom yan, mag-hunting ulit yan tsaka maghahanap. So an adult crocodile typically eats every 15 days. Hindi, hindi yan kumakain araw-araw at pag busog yan, tumitigil yan. Pangalawa, nakikita mo kasi sila na pag kumain kasi sila, malaki ang bibig. But they need that kasi to survive. They need that to be able to capture their prey and to defend themselves from other predators. No, It's not because they're greedy. They're not coming from greed. They're coming from their animal instinct. No, So hindi sila matakaw. Dahil hindi sila... So saan kaya galing yung cliche na yan? No? At saka sa Pilipinas lang ba? Parang sa Pilipinas ko lang naririnig. Yung mga foreigner, hindi na, wala naman yata silang ganong wala. cliche sa kanilang bansa. No? Sa atin lang. Alam mo, um, isa pang dahilan bakit naging very popular yung comparison ng buhaya sa taong swapang. Dahil kay Joaquin Fajardo yan. Eh. Si Joaquin Fajardo isang tanyag na kontrabida na nabuhay nung, nung, nung lumabas sa pelikula noong 60s, 70s, ng early 80s. Siya yung kontrabida ng malaki ang bibig eh. Palagi siyang kontrabida. At ang nickname niya, si Buaya. Siguro yun yun eh. Mm. Dahil masama siya, tapos masamang tao, tapos... Uh, so so siguro... medyo, medyo, well, okay, that's uh, medyo sa lifetime pa rin yun ng ibang tao. No? So hindi ganun pa, hindi pala ganun kaluma na yung stereotype na yan. Yung, yung pag sinasabing bu, parang Buaya yung mga ano, naka, nasa kongreso. Eh, madalas mong marinig yung mga joke na yan. No? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, 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 uh, it's about a 50, 60-year-old uh, joke. Uh, Probably. Yan, ano. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Pag sinabing yung, yung taong yan, ang baboy, what do you think of that? I mean, ang baboy talagang ina-associate sa mapotik. Ang baboy ang isa sa pinakamalinis na hayop sa buong mundo. Pag ang baboy, nilinis mo. Pwede mong ilagay sa loob ng bahay yan. Pwede mong gawing domesticated animal yan. Pas malinis pa sa aso yan. And they don't stink, ha? Kaya madumi ang baboy dahil nasa baboy yan. Kaya madumi ang baboy dahil ang pinapakain mo kanin baboy. May pakainin mo ng dog, dog food yan o ng malinis na pagkain yan. Walang amoy yung baboy. And pigs are also one of the smartest animals in the animal kingdom. You know that pigs are actually smarter than dogs? It's just that dogs are more mobile so they're able to do more tricks because uh, pigs have hooves eh, so it's uh, difficult for them to do the tricks. But I know some people who have pigs as their house pets who even sometimes sleep beside their pigs. And the pigs are clean. Pag sinabing baboy, madumi, Binaboy, kaya naging madumi ang baboy dahil sa tao. 
inilagay mo sa tao ang madumi. Ang tao actually yung madumi, di ba? Dinumihan ng tao yung baboy. Natural na yung baboy. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yung mga nakikitong image ng baboy, pag may papel ang baboy sa pelikula, they're often affectionate pa, di ba? Parang, they're as smart as... They're smart. They're smarter than dogs, sabi mo. I mean, that's uh, akala natin ang talino, ang talino ng mga aso, no? Hmm, mas matalino pa ang baboy. It's the third smartest animal, the pig. I want to discuss your recent journey, uh, Kim, no? Because uh, I'm sure this is this is something many people are are wondering about. Matagal ka sa ABS, dun ka talaga nakilala. Uh, malaki bang adjustment na lumipat ka sa Kapuso Network? Unang-una, bago ko sagutin yan, gusto ko muna magpasalamat sa ABS-CBN dahil hindi naman ako naging Kuya Kim at hindi ako nakilala ng, 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 ng madlang people kung hindi dahil sa ABS. I remember my early years in ABS when I would see you in Malate. You would, I would even ask, seek advice from you. Remember that. Eh. Maraming maraming salamat. Malaki ang utang na loob sa ABS-CBN. But uh, I've come to a point in my life where in, uh, I'm, I'm 54. Hindi pa ako ready mag-retire. I still have a lot of things to do. Marami pa ako pwedeng gawin. And with the, the, the circumstance that surrounds my former network, hanggang doon na lang ang magagawa ko. Eh. At uh, I would like to be able to to be seen and to be heard and to be able to express myself to a larger audience. We're like theater artists, theater actors, how you and I, as broadcasters, would you rather perform to a house with five people who are super loyal or would you like to perform to a, a full house? Of course, right? The, the purpose of broadcasting is to be heard by as many people as possible and to be seen by as many people as possible. And GMA offered me that opportunity that's why I took it because the opportunity is just so good. Now I'm a Christian. Um, how we, I, I I compare this to the parable of the talents. Uh, in in the book of Matthew, there's a there's a landlord who left coins or talents to three of his servants. One he gave five talents. One he gave two talents, and one he gave one talent. Then he left. Sabi niya, babalik ako. Bahala na kayo sa talents na binigay ko sa inyo. The one with five talents was so smart that he invested the five talents in other businesses and he was able to make the five talents grow to ten talents. The other one with two talents did his best, but he was limited. He wasn't as smart as the one with five talents, but the two talents became four talents. But the one with one talent was so careful, he said, my landlord, he's, uh, ano, he's medyo heavy-handed and I know he gets pissed off very easily. Let me just bury this talent under the ground. And then when he comes back, at least I didn't spend it. So the landlord comes back. And then the one with five talent tells the landlord, your five talents have become 10 talents. Well done, my faithful servant. Because of that, I'll give you your 10 talents plus more. And then the one with two talents said, I made my two talents four talents. Very good, servant. I'll give you even more. One with one talent said, sir, you're a hard man. I was so afraid I buried my talent underground. Here's your one talent. I didn't spend it. The landlord was so angry and said, let me take that talent away from you. Now, how, it, how does it apply to my situation? I have so many, so much talent pa to, to, to offer. But with our situation in EBS, I, 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 can't, I can't. It's buried underground. And GMA7 is giving me that opportunity to make that one talent, 10 talents. And... Why, why should I say no, diba? That's why I said yes right away. And the process was very fast. I prayed very hard for it and I asked for signs. And the signs came so, so clearly. I've always been gifted with signs by the Lord. Whenever I pray for signs, the signs are always very clear. And the signs came so clear. And then I said, Lord, I'm going to decide. Yes, I will take the opportunity. I'll take the offer. 
but now give me courage to be able to talk to my bosses, thank them, and tell them goodbye. And even that came easily. So in three days, I was able to talk to my bosses and I was able to transfer very quickly. Well, your bosses are, are one thing, no? I mean, uh, ilan lang yung kakausapin mo dyan. Yung mga fans mo, I mean, ano nung uh, reaction nila dyan? Uh, many of them, of course, are lo- loyal to you know, ABS. You know, it's funny. Um, some other friends who've been in the business longer than me told me, Kim, now that you've transferred, uh, don't look at your social media first because you might see a lot of hate. But no, I didn't, I didn't stop looking at my social media. I kept on reading and I saw that the hate is there, but very minimal. A lot of my fans, a lot of people who understand, they, they do understand why I decided to move on to Capuso. Mm-hmm. And even last night, no, after my first uh, segment on 24, I was trending. Kuyakim, ano na? I was trending number one on Twitter. And I was reading all mm-hmm. the tweets about it. And they were all positive. 99.9% of it was positive. Which means that they understand that the, the, there are haters and haters with all this hate. But most people do understand it. Okay, dala mo yung branding na... Kuya Kim, no? Paano yun nagsimula? Ah, pa- paano ko natawag na kuya? Magandang story yeah. yan. May well, aside yun. from the fact na kuya ka talaga ni, ni Ali, for example, no? Oh, <laughs> oh. How many siblings do you have pala? You mentioned a sister, so there's Ali. Yeah, we're six in the family. I'm the eldest of the six. Okay, so talagang kuya ka. Kuya Saray talaga. ka na dyan. Oo, oh, oh, oh. so uh, natural yes. yan. Oh. But you know, in our family, we're very Western, so we don't call mm. each other Kuya or Ate. We call each other with our first names, no? Ah, okay. The Kuya Kim started on television also. It started mm-hmm. in Magandang Umaga Bayan. In Magandang Umaga Bayan, uh, that was my first morning show in ABS-CBN. That was 17 years ago, my first break. I had a segment called uh, Animalandia. And then all of us called each other Ate and Kuya. So it was Kuya Julius, Ate Tintin, Kuya Rafi Tulfo. Rafi Tulfo was part of it, eh. And then uh, Ate Cheryl, Kosim, Ate Yeng, Kuya Kim. Lahat kami kuya ate yung tawag. Kamusta ka dyan, kuya? Okay naman ako, kuya. Ganon, kuya lahat, no? And then, uh, after a year of Magandang Umaga Bayan, it got reformatted. It became Magandang Umaga Pilipinas. In the reformat, most people got laid, laid, not laid off, but moved to the side. And the, the cast was changed. And I stayed. So, yung, mga, yung bag, bagong cast was Bayani Agbayani, Ryan Agoncillo, um... Bianca Gonzalez and nasanay silang tawagin akong kuya ako na lang ang naging kuya hindi ko na matawag na kuya yung iba dahil puro bata yun eh dumikit na sa audience yung kuya si Kuya Kim si Kuya Kim si kuya. dahil mga ibang kuya at ibang ate nawala eh ako na lang ang okay. naging kuya yun ang history na kuya kaya naging kuya si Kuya Kim o isa pang history bakit naman nakasumbrero palagi si Kuya Kim when I started out in ABS um uh, my peg was Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. And Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, always had an akubra hat or a safari hat like mine. Mm-hmm. Because I was just doing animals then. Eh. Animal landing segment. Mm-hmm. Ko, eh. And then after a while, after a few months of just doing animals, they gave me another segment. They gave me Senorito Lacuachero. I would go to live na to. Animal landing was taped and then live was I'd go to different homes of different uh, TV personalities and then I'd interview them, call, closet trade, ganyan. Pero nakasumbrero pa rin. Kasi nasanay ang tao doon sa Animalandia. Nakasumbrero. Natanggalin ko yung sumbrero ko. And then later on, I was doing studio work already. I was doing weather. Wala namang kinalaman sa hayop yun. But the hat stayed. Kasi pag tinanggal ko yung sumbrero, naninibagong audience, sinasabi nila parang hindi si Kuya Kim. Parang kamukha ni Gong Yu. Parang kamukha ni Piolo. So, the hat stayed. That's the history of the hat naman. Yeah, sorry. Nabangkit mo yung uh, art- artistang uh, Koreano, no? Si uh... Gong Yu. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's... Does he have something to do with your ex? May sinasabi ka sa dulo ng vlog mo, no? Na it's, some, it's a Korean 
It's a Take Korean me. greeting. I say Kim Sam Kim Sanmida. The, the right way to say it, the correct way is Kamsan Mida. Kamsan Mida. That's thank you. Mm. Korean. Mm -hmm. And then ginawa mong Kim, no? Ginawa kong Kim Sanmida. No, it should supposed to be Kamsan Mida. But they say that in the Korean restaurants, pag paalis ka na, Kamsan Mida! Diba? Diba o pa? Ako ginawa kong Kim Sanmida dahil kamukha ko daw si Gong. Ginamit ko na. <laughs> Well, so actually, actually, swerte yung may pangalan kang Kim, no? You can use it in so many ways, like yung bago mong tagline, no? Kim Portante. Kim Portante. Kim Portante, may alam. Oh, what do you think of that? Kasi matagal kang yun, ginamit mo yung weather-weather lang, ano? Na-associate yan. But itong Kim Portante, parang narinig namin for the first time, no? Kagabi. What do you think of that? Well, it's... I'm very honored that they allowed me to use it because that's my name. But parang dinikit sa akin yung karunungan, no? Yung kaalaman, no? Thank you for that. It's the bosses kasi who finally approved that, and the fact that they approved it means that they they actually trust me, and they trust that the information I give is importante talaga. Dahil importante. Since we're talking about the history of what I say and what I do narene, alam mo sa galing yung weather weather lang. Ang history niyan. Um, nagsimula yan sa isang uh, sitcom noong 1980s, right after the Edsa Revolution, called uh, Abaka ng Susunod na Kabanata. And one of the characters in that sitcom with Tessie Tomas, it was a sitcom about Imelda and Marcos and the Norm. Maganda, nakakatawa yan eh. Mm. was a character played by Leo Martinez named the Congressman Manhik Manaog. Oh, okay. We, I remember. You remember him? Batanggenyo? Yeah, uh -huh. Doon ang galing yung Batanggenyo character niya eh, di ba? Doon galing yun sa Abangan ng Susunod na Kabanata. At siya nagsabi niya, ang buhay, eh weather-weather lang. Alam mo, eh weather-weather lang naman yan. Alay, eh weather-weather lang. Sa kanya nang galing yan eh. And then Erap became president. When Erap was president, he would say it in his speeches. Ang politika, ganyan talaga ang politika. Sino nakaupo? Ganun talaga. Eh weather-weather lang yan. Ganun. Became Erap. Then they made it the 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 title of my segment. You know, in this was post era, na the title of my segment in TV Patrol. This this was in 2016. Ato 2006 already. Weather weather lang. That became my. That was Lucy Cruz who thought of that title. But you know, when people ask me what it means, it's actually biblical. It's from the Bible. It's from the book of Ecclesiastes. To everything, there is a season, a time to laugh, a time to cry, a time to mourn, a time to weep, a time to dance, a time to go dancing. To everything, there's a season, weather, weather lang. That's how I explain it and that's how, what it means. But it was first popularized by Leo Martinez in Abangan ng Susunod na Kabanata, Union. Wow, okay. Well, that's a that's an interesting uh, piece of trivia. Uh, <laughs> Kuya Kim trivia. I you know, I I was uh, been listening to uh, and watching uh, some of your vlog uh, segments, no? And then nabanggit mo na naging boss mo sa ABS si Maria Reza, no? Na napapanalo yeah, yeah. lang ng Nobel Peace Prize, no? It's oh my gosh, akalain mo no. Galing, no? Oh, oh, malaking karangalan sa ating bansa, no? But people might be wondering, kumusta siya bilang boss, no? Kasabi mo naging boss mo siya. Alam mo si Maria was the one who discovered me, um, Howie. Initially, I was a, my passion is television. I took a film and audiovisual communications in UP, not because I wanted to be a producer or a writer or a director, but because I wanted to be on cam. I wanted to be a TV star. I wanted to be a movie star. That's my passion talaga, eh, to be able to express. I'm a theater actor. Eh. And, but I couldn't because, as I say in my vlog, si Kuya Kim hindi pangit, hindi rin naman ako guwapo, sakto lang. But in the 80s, sakto was not enough. Eh. You had to be Agamulak, you had to be Richard Gomez, 
yeah, our newscasters then were handsome. We had, we had Aljo Bendijo. We had... Uh, kailangan guwapo ka sa TV. Kaya nga nagpapasalamat ako kay Igan at saka kay Buma eh, dahil nauso tayo eh. Uh, hindi pangit, hindi guwapo. Sakto lang. Pero may meaning, di ba? May, may substance naman. Uh, I was never able to get into mainstream. The TV shows that I got were I had a... An aerobics TV show. I was doing aerobics every day in a show called Muscles in Motion with Anna Unson. And then I did a Milo sports review thing. It was a, para sports casting. But it's, it was not mainstream. I wanted to be in, in a big channel doing real things, real television. Until my dad told me, Sabi niya, Kim, why don't you just run for politics? You come from a family, family of politicians anyway. Try it out. Limelight din naman yan. Mapupunta ka rin sa TV dyan. So I did try it out. I became a barangay chairman. I became a counselor. When we first met, I was uh, when you were hanging out in yeah, Malate. Yeah. Oh, I was counselor oh, okay. of Malate then. We drink in Penguin Cafe or Blue Cafe. I remember that. Yeah. And then and then mag, naglalakad tayo sa Baywalk no, nagbibisikleta tayo doon. Yeah. Nag-nag-gym ka pa yata doon sa Sofitel, yung dating before it became Sofitel, no? Oh, malaki ang katawan ko noon. Yeah, I was very macho. I was no. Oh, but oh, but you were working out then. Okay, That's anyway. <laughs> so, um and then um so I got into politics. So I was in politics for about 12 years and then dad became mayor. And then on his last term of, may- of his becoming of his mayorship, he said, Kim, graduate na ako as mayor. Ikaw ang papalit sa akin. You know, like any other political family, papalitan, papalit yung anak. Ganyan. So sabi ko, dad, I'm just counselor. And then uh, I ran for Congress pa and I lost. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very difficult for me to become mayor right away. So I thought of a way to get exposure. And like any other politician, I used television for exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, my classmates in uh, in Mascom were already bosses then. One of my classmates was uh, is your friend, uh, the, the husband of uh, Aaron Davila, DJ Santa Ana. Uh. I approached DJ. Hey, barkada, eh. He was mm-hmm. the head of news gathering in ABS then. Eh. Sabi ko, DJ, mm-hmm. I need TV exposure. Um, <laughs> I already had something in mind. Eh. Sabi ko, walang Steve Irwin ng Pilipinas. Eh. I can wrestle mm-hmm. with crocodiles. I can uh, talk about animals. I can be in close contact. Mahili ka na sa, ma- ka na sa animals noon pa. Bata pa ako. Uh, passion mm-hmm. ko talaga. Bata pa ako mahilig mm-hmm. na sa animals. We can do a segment that's like Steve Irwin. I can be the Steve Irwin of the Philippines in Magandang Umaga Bayan. Sabi niya, Kim, but we don't think we have the budget to pay. No, no, no. You don't have to pay me, I said. Just want exposure. Like a politician. Just want exposure. Just want to come out on TV. And then sabi niya, well... Let me let's try it out. Sinubukan ako. Nilagay ako dun sa magandang umaga bayan. And then it became a hit. You know, every time I'd come out with those animals and then doing Steve Irwin stuff, which nobody else did in the Philippines then, it became a hit. And then uh, after about uh, three months of doing it, Maria, who was the head of News and Current Affairs, of, uh, yeah, head of News and Current Affairs in ABS, called me. No, actually, we, we, had, you know, we, had, we, had, we had dinner. She invited me to dinner. And then over dinner, sabi ni Maria, Kim, you know, I like what you do. You're very good at it. You know, good television. And I enjoy your segment so much. But I know exactly what you're doing. So I was like, okay. You are using news and current affairs as your platform to be able to campaign because you are running for political office. You're replacing your dad. You're running for mayor. Next by next year, according to Article Four, Verse Five, whatever of my Code of Ethics, it is not allowed. If you want to stay on television, I like you, Maria said. Then she took out a contract. She said, "I want you to work for me. You sign this contract, and I'm going to pay you, and then make television your career or get into politics. If you get into politics, then you have to stop what you're doing 
right now because it's against my code of ethics, my book of code of ethics. I said, Maria, thank you. I was flabbergasted. I said, Maria, thank you. Such an honor to be offered this. But give me a few weeks, a few days to think about it because it's, it's a big decision that I'm going to make. Because my whole family is counting on me and my whole family is into politics. So I said, okay, think about it. But cannot be both. You choose one. So that's it. So the first thing I did was pray for a sign. This is the sign that I was telling you that I like signs. No? So <laughs> I, I went to Malati Church. I prayed to God. I prayed to Jesus Christ. I said, Lord, your God, give me a sign. This finally, there's an opportunity for me to work in a major channel and make it my career. But I would have to turn my back on my family and my politics. Give me a sign, Lord. Give me a sign. So I went on doing my morning show and then Noel Ferrer, who was, who was my manager now and who was my EP then, assigned me to the house of Ernie Baron. And Ernie Ka Ernie was sitting under his pyramid. He believed in pyramid power. Eh? Mm-hmm. Seated under his pyramid. Sabi niya, the camera was rolling. Eh? Bata, halika dito. Ang buhay may hangganan. Si Ka Ernie Baron, pwede na akong mamatay. Kasi may papalit na sa akin. Ikaw ang papalit sa akin. Wow, inanoint ako ni Ernie Baron on national TV. My partner then, Tita Winnie Cordero, um, what started crying. She got emotional. Kasi wala naman sakit si Kaer ni Baron. Eh. He had a, a cataract operation so he can read the prompter. But he wasn't sick. Sabi niya, mamamatay daw siya. Ako naman, I shifted the energy and made it fun. Sabi ko, Kaer, okay, magsalita ng ganyan. Dito kami para bigyan kayo ng award. Itong award na to, para sa inyo to. The segment ended. I went home and then I prayed to God. That seemed to be a sign. But you're God. You're powerful. Show me a stronger sign. I challenged to God. A few days passed. Uh, this was January 23. I get a phone call from my, my EP. Sabi ni Noel, Kim, tomorrow's your birthday. My birthday is January 24. On your birthday, we can't have the usual gimmick. The gimmick of uh, your family coming to, ano, to the studio, greeting you and all that. Wala tayong ganun bukas sa pasensya ka na. Because uh, I'd have to assign you to the wake of Ka Ernie Baron. Ka Ernie Baron died a day before my birthday. And on my birthday, I was covering the wake of Ernie Baron, who told me that I was going to replace him because he was going to die soon. Sabi ko, Lord, Lord, that's a sign. And the Lord told me, if you don't get that sign, hello. Taka ka na if you don't get that. So my next prayer was, please give me the courage now to tell my dad na papalitan ko si Ernie Baron. Hindi siya. <laughs> <laughs> I, I invited my dad to my, my home. Um, Feli and I, my wife and I were there over breakfast and I couldn't tell him. And then you know what my dad said? Sabi niya, Kim, you don't have to talk. I can, I can see, I can see what you're, I know what you're going to tell me. Whenever I watch you on television, I see how happy you are. I see the joy in your eyes whenever I watch you. When I see you in City Hall, I don't think it's your vocation. You don't have to tell me. I give you my blessing. Go and do what makes you happy. Sige na, dyan ka na. As for me and your family, don't worry about us. We'll be okay. I hugged my dad. I was in tears. It was a very emotional morning. But that was the beginning of me becoming Kuya Kim on national TV. Baka marami tayong podmate dito na hindi na nakakaalala kay Ernie Baron or never actually was exposed to him. No, I mean, ano bang legacy nitong si Ernie Baron? Before Kuya Kim, there was Ernie Baron. Unang bahagi pa lamang yan ng ating pag-uusap kasama si Kim Matyanza. Listen in for part 2 at mas makilala pa ang Kuya ng Bayan. This episode was produced by the team of Humor Yanga and Chan Salvador and edited by J.R. Magtoto with the wonderful people of GMA News and Public Affairs Digital. 
Thank you, Podmates, for listening to the entire episode. Nakakatalino yan. Promise. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Mabuhay po kayo at ingat lagi. Music